Yeah, that's good stuff. Keaton, it's okay. We're just doing the wrestle down. <laughs> I brought doodles downstairs and she seldom comes downstairs. Yeah. And um, because I'm tearing the basement apart, there's like one chair that just has like laundry or whatever else on it. And she couldn't like, her small brain couldn't figure out like, cause she couldn't jump the way <laughs> that she, like on the chair from the chair arm that she was sitting on to another one. She couldn't mm. work out to like walk her way back the other <laughs> way. Yeah. <laughs> like I had to lift her up and bring her. Keaton does this thing where like, he'll go into like, he'll stand at the doorway of my bedroom and like see that I am, my fiance aren't there. So he just gets worried. and just starts meowing. And I'm like, no dude, I'm right behind you. There are only two rooms here. You don't have to, if you can't find us in one, we're probably in the other or we're not home. Uh, right. So funny. Uh, should we get started? Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, whoops. I am ready. All right. Welcome to the Wrestle Down, everybody. Every week, Jared Palapal, Mars, we talk about wrestling. Well, what we love, uh, our, our favorite thing in the world. Uh, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you this week? I'm doing all right. Yeah, I, um. Yeah, did you watch anything good, wrestling wise or otherwise? I'm about to I'm about to blow your mind. I, I actually watched some wrestling this week. Oh, In fact, wow. I stopped watching wrestling to jump on here. Um so I was uh so intrigued by some of the goings on on the show that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um I watched uh a little bit of this last week's NXT and I watched the main event, uh which was um Roderick Strong, Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly versus Pete Dunne, uh, Danny Burch, and only Lorcan. It was real good. Um, nice. I really liked it. Um, I watched a part. I, so I was just watching the uh, Moxley um, Murder Hawk Kenta Omega match, and uh, that was pretty fun so far. I have like 10 minutes left. Nice. I got to actually of, of catch that, up on both of those things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then I, uh, but what I, I'm going to watch it again because I was like really distracted. Uh, I could sit quietly in this house for like 15 minutes and like just fold my hands and no one would even talk to me and look at me. But <laughs> as soon as I'm doing something that I got to pay attention to, everybody's jibba-jabbing at me. But uh, I did watch uh, uh, one of my favorites of all time, uh, Kenji Mudo. Uh, win the uh, world Noah uh, heavyweight title from uh, Goshizaki. And um, it was both better and worse than I thought worse it how? would be. Um, Muda, years ago, like, uh, got kind of into a, uh, like, almost like became a video game wrestler. Like, he did hmm. these things and didn't do much. You know, plus he's. 50 something like yeah uh which terrifies me because um you know he looks much older than that but um yeah the match basically consisted of uh goshiyazaki climbing up on things and trying to suplex muda off them to the floor Mm. uh including the top and second rope uh he tried to suplex him to the floor from the ramp um, but I mean, it, the heat was good. And, you know, uh, one of my buddies, uh, Jakey Poo of, uh, the incredible cult of muscle, uh, podcast and the formerly of the five Hosman podcast pointed out that 
you know, you want to kind of, everybody loves Muda, but you want to kind of point out that he's doing a triple H, right? But yeah. um, at the same time, you know, even at a minimum, minimized capacity, like Noah outdrew anything that they had done uh, pretty much otherwise, including that big show that they had uh, last month or the month before. Um, uh, I, I was really familiar with Goshiyazaki in All Japan, um, his first run in Noah and in Ring of Honor. Um, he is almost unrecognizable to me yeah. now. Um, uh, you know, he had a pretty good uh, mullet and uh, beard, uh, you know, in his formative days, black boots, black tights. Um, but it was, you know, it, it was cool. And um, the finish was either botched or, I don't know, or just, it just, or, or maybe it sounded better on paper, but um, it was a quickie. Um, yeah. Maybe to make Shiozaki, you know, not get beaten per se. Right. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, I'm, it's crazy to me that three of my favorite wrestlers of all time right now are champions of three pretty prestigious promotions and being Kota Ibushi, the great mood out of the blue and Kenny Omega. So, um, you know, on the flip side, I don't also don't like uh, to varying degrees. I like, uh, geez, I almost called him Drew Gulak. I like Drew Gulak a lot. Um, (laughs) you know, I like Drew McIntyre and what they're doing with Roman Reigns, you know? So like, it's really, you know, there's not, uh, there's, you know, even when things are good and Okada has the belt and, uh, uh, you know, Moxley had the belt and everything was like really good. They would still be like a Randy Orton, yeah. you know, in the mix, stinking things up. So right now, like, you, like this is the first time in a while you like could interchange all the champions and probably have a pretty good match. Now, I don't think Muda is, I mean, I would say I was telling somebody today that he's in the immobility scale in between Homa and Tanahashi. Yeah, yeah. From but, what I've seen in the last year of him. Yeah. Yeah. But he does there's certain things he can do somehow regardless. He can, you know, take that short running start to hit the uh shining wizard and you know mm. um uh Shizaki has a great moonsault himself. Uh so that was kind of built into the story of the match. And, and you know it, it it wasn't if I had watched it that night, uh, it probably would have resonated a little more because it had it had something New Japan hasn't had in about two, maybe three years, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And that's the big match feel. Yeah. Um, you know, it felt it felt like a big deal. Um, and Muda had an awesome coat. Nice. And he seems to wear like not just <laughs> to the ring everywhere. Like watching TV he was wearing in a video, like hanging out. <laughs> sitting on a throne like I, I dig it and i it was interesting because i think people were you know you couldn't get a gauge on the audience because of the you know the opening your mouth restrictions right um but the feeling in the crowd was weird like because uh it's cool that muda you know won but you know noah is where they are because they hung their hats consistently on two dudes and one of them died and one of them retired. 
Yeah. Like, you know, and, and even, I mean, I mean, they gave a care towel the belt at one point. Like I, th- I think it was, um, uh, Mara Fuji that actually beat him, um, kind of turning things around, but like, you know, like it, it's cool, but it's like a bit regressive, but I, I mean, if Muda can have a good year and a half and get people in the building, like, um, it'll be very good for Japanese wrestling because, you know, Dragon Gate has been consistent in, in far as like they're, they're you know, uh, they've always, they, they punch their own weight, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so they, you know, stay in their mid-sized places. You know, New Japan is a juggernaut. All Japan has become a smaller indie. Strangely, uh, DDT is like nipping on everybody's heels. And now with the mix of like, you know, and same with Big Japan, you know, is, is similar to Dragon Gate in that it kind of knows its place in the multiple, in the, you know, the couple of bigger Joshi feds, like uh, there isn't, there's New Japan mm. and then way far away DDT and yeah. then everybody else. Right. So, uh, I mean, stardom to a degree, but, you know, they were, they got a big signal boost. So, um, you know, as, as far, so it's, um, it would be great to have another run of two incredible wrestling feds, especially if they have keep their relationship. Yeah. You know, like uh, as much as I would like to see, I would say his name wrong, Mayama, the, the all Japan champion mm-hmm. fight Okada. That's almost similar to what we were talking about with evil and Okada. <laughs> like that's like a, you know, what yeah. I mean? like he's great, but that's not as prestigious of a belt right now. Um, and as we talked about last week, he made history. Muda made history. Uh, but what's important about it is that Takiyama has street cred because he was an MMA fighter there. And he's mm-hmm. great. Uh, Kensuke Kasaki won those other two belts or, or the Noah belt um, on the tail end of his career. And I think Muda, though, is a bigger name than the other two by a lot. So Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, it's, it's, it's good. And, and I mean, if he lost it the next day, it, I, I am happy that he has, you know, that. Yeah. That accolade. Yeah. It's definitely like a thing where, uh, like normally I would be opposed to like someone like his age and like his stage of his career going over and being the top champion, but it's like, they're a smaller company. It's the thing that got them some, you know, uh, headlines right. for sure. Like, especially like a West where, uh, a lot of us are not paying attention to Noah all that much day to day. Even I am I'm trying to, but I, you know, I fall behind because there's so much. Uh, mm-hmm. So like him getting the title, like, you know, puts a light on them. And if that gets the rest of their roster attention and gets them over, get some fans, like more power to them. I think that's the, yep. the right decision as far as I can tell. Uh, unless I mean, something like tragic happens. Right. Uh, that, that, that's, uh, uh, Go Shizaki did that weird, sit out like kind of side like almost emerald fusion like michinoko driver looking thing he did mm. and i was positive that it, you know it, it like it was sold very well and it looked really bad um and i you know if if i had found out that it was the end of the line for kj budo mm. um as far as even walking let alone wrestling i wouldn't have been surprised wow. he was doing a weird thing with his arm like um yeah i mean it's i'm, I'm super psyched about it the 
I mean, they got to do something to get back to where they are. Like, yeah. I mean, they stayed hot after everything started because Kenta was hot and Marafuji was hot. But then they just had like a, a you know, Morishima got messed up and mm-hmm. Kenta left and, you know, it just became Marafuji and they couldn't, Yeah. you know, he didn't have anybody to wrestle with. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, and then they've since built up. That's the other thing that makes me confident. They've built up a lot of guys now. Um, some dudes that I forget their names, but they cherry picked a couple of guys from um, uh, a soccer pro. Um, okay. And, um, you know, they're, they're, you know, top of the card guys. So it's, um, you know, they, they have a foundation now, which if this had happened before, it would have just dropped off a cliff, you know? Definitely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. Um, I feel like, I guess I could be wrong. And this is the like most committed that Koshiyasaki has been to anywhere in his whole entire <laughs> career. But, um, it feels like they were protecting mm. go. Um, and I, I, it was, I would say that it wasn't Muda was not without his like times, mm. uh, but it wasn't, um, uh, back and forth. You yeah. know, like, it, you know, it was, there was a lot of mood of surviving, I felt like. So, yeah, I, I recommend watching. I actually stumbled upon it this morning um, on uh, YouTube. Um, okay. But I had meant to go, like, kind of track it down. Um, and I, I think we have, I think my friend base has an Osaka Pro account, but, like, nobody right now knows. Not a Osaka Pro uh, DDT account, but, yeah. Like, nobody's positive who has the login or, or how <laughs> how we're um, supposed to get in so trouble all right yeah uh, so, but yeah it was, it was it was really cool i i mean i think you'd like it yeah. um it's just like you know the negatives the biggest negative i think is that this would have been the same match in 2005 because mm. you know when muda hit all japan that's he started just doing his shit you know yeah totally so, yeah. Minus the moonsault, which is what made him, you know, Davis in the first place. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, it was pretty, pretty cool. Uh, he, he, he's younger than we think too, because unlike a guy like Sting, um, he made his debut in, in like uh, late 84, early 85. Um, and then, you know, he was almost over, like he was in America very quickly. Yeah. Uh, wrestling in like Florida and world class and stuff. He had the NWA junior heavyweight title. So he got a very good um, uh, you know, pedigree at a very young age. If he, if he had a, you know, if he had figured out a way to not destroy his knees, he probably would have been a force. Yeah. Still, you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's the but tough like, thing yeah. about those moonsaults. Uh, I, uh, I only completed one in my whole entire life. And <laughs> I actually, uh, the, I missed and the thing that hurt the most was my ding dong. <laughs> so <laughs> I felt like I had blown out a tire, yeah. but, uh, it, w- it wasn't good. So, Man. but like, yeah, I love Muda. I'm psyched. You know, it's, it's great. Uh, I, I hope, I hope that Noah is involved in the mix up because it will only, you know, that sort of, uh, synergy will only help it you know get more people definitely yeah me too 
Um, looking forward to it. I try to keep track of it because it is on the DDT site and I need to go there more often. Um, for my part, I was stuck in Stardom World uh, mm-hmm. because they had two shows last weekend at Kurokuen Hall. And anytime they're there, it's worth watching. Um, so this time it was a doubleheader with uh, one night and the two main events were uh, title matches for their top two titles. They had, um, or not, no, not for the top two titles, actually. Uh, one match was for their SWA title, which is kind of an international uh, champion title they have, uh, where it was Sayuri versus Azumi. Um, Sayuri is not old, but she's been wrestling for nearly as long as Azumi's been alive. Uh, she's mm-hmm. been wrestling 14 years. Azumi's like 17 years old. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's a, this show is a very good highlight of like how young some of their um, roster is and how good they are. Uh, it's nice seeing Azumi being given like such a good um, showcase uh, on that stage. It was a very good match. Uh, great show. And the main event was um, Starlight Kid, who's like 18 years old, uh, facing uh, Julia for their uh, secondary child, the one the wonder stardom title um yeah it was a, a very good match to watch uh julia and starlight kid work um starlight kid doesn't get a lot of opportunities at like that high level so it's cool to watch her break out a little bit uh match it she's she's a masked wrestler and mm-hmm. the post match um had uh julia chopping off chunks of her mask and eventually ripping the mask off completely a uh, big heel move, lot of, lot of, um, lot of reaction from the audience that are not supposed to be reacting. It was mm-hmm. pretty awesome. gnarly. Yeah, pretty gnarly. Um, the next step for her is going to be on their March third show at Budokan. It's supposed to be the biggest Joshi show since the nineties. Uh, it's what they're aiming to do. I'm sure that like COVID like drops down the attendance, you know, but just for the size of venue, it's what it is. Uh, yeah. Julia is going to be facing Tam Nakano, who's been her rival for uh, close to a year now. It's going to be uh, for the title, but it's also a hair versus hair match. Uh, we're nice. getting a Luchas de Espuestas match um, in Joshi Ring. It's gonna, that's the main event for their biggest show. It's going to be uh, that's awesome. great. Yeah, they they work very stiff with each other. It's um, yeah, I'm 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 amped. Uh, speaking of. The second um, biggest, the second to last match on the second uh, show they did last weekend was like a preview for their top two title matches for that show. So Julia and Tam Nakano and uh, Tommy Hayashishta. Keaton, what are you doing? Okay, uh, versus Saya Kamitani. Um, the those four, those last two are facing each other for the top title, which is not going to be the main event. Uh, because they are not putting their hair on the line and it is not <laughs> their former tag partners, but they, it, it's not as involved a feud as what Julia and Tam have been building up okay. to for a while. So it's interesting that that's happening, but it was a four-way match that just was a perfect preview of the kind of matches that I, I would expect them to have with uh, them breaking off into pairs, basically with the Tommy and Saya kind of being like, um, that's like a regular wrestling match, an intense personal rivalry match, but like a wrestling match. And Julia and Tam being on the outside, uh, fucking beating the shit out of each other, like around the arena until they like got back in the ring, um, and they all cut like little promos on each other at the end of the match. That just 
I'm amped for the show, man. It sent chills down my spine how like just ice nice. ice cold they're all they all are to each other. Just ready to like go in for the kill. Um and then the main event was uh for the tag titles. Uh B Priestley and Konami fought uh Himeka and Micah for the tag titles. Um one of the things that bugs me about B Priestley, and I did this tweet bef- as a tweet before the uh before we got on the air. One of the things that bugs me is that a lot of her signature moves are uh, like already signature moves for prominent wrestlers. Like in her moveset, she's got the V-trigger knee, like exactly as Kenny Omega does it. She's been using the Kamigoye as like a secondary finisher. Um, she had some minor controversy when she started using Minami Toyota's um, Japanese cyclone suplex uh, without Minami's like uh, permission. I, lo- I love that move. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, but Manami was like, I passed it down to my, you know, disciple. Uh, you shouldn't be doing that. And everyone was like, yeah, but if she doesn't want you to do it, she's like the greatest. She should be allowed to tell you not to do it. Um, so that's like my, that's my, it's a minor beef with me for B Priestley. Uh, so it was very satisfying for me to see her lose tag titles because, um, her opponent, uh, reversed the Kamigoye into a small package and nice. Yeah. Good ending. They set up a tag match for their that uh, Budokan show. Um, not as big a deal as the other ones, but it's going to be a fun one. I'm I'm really we're going to have to cover that show. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, that'll, that'll be good. The, the big um, the big problem is that it, it's not going to be live, and I don't know how long it's going to take for them to upload it. So like we're just going to have to be ready on any given weekend. Uh, yep. You know, March. The um. Speaking of Joshi, I, I also watched the uh, AEW Japanese bracket. Oh, version. yeah. I watched that, too. Yeah, it was forgot pretty good. I, yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. I forgot that I watched it because it was so early in the week. But, yeah. What would you think? Uh, I really liked it. It was it's it, it said something to me because um, I saw the runtime. It was like, ah, oh, this is going to be, like, not, not very... Intense or, or or very interesting matches. They can be TV matches, but it's amazing how much wrestling you can get in yeah. when that's all that's going on is wrestling. <laughs> now. So yeah, I really I, I really liked it. I liked everyone um, that I saw. Some of them I had seen before in mm-hmm. AEW and other tapes, and of course, uh, uh, Asia Kong is a favorite. So yeah, that was the least. That was the last match, and that mm-hmm. was, in my opinion, the least. Um, that was the most like what I thought everything was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I yeah, mean, it was I very know. much a squash. Yeah, if you're going to put somebody over, put over the legend because I don't think uh, she's going to win. I do think that there is a. I, I do think we know who is going to win that bracket by who's already been back and forth to the States a few times. Like, I don't, I don't think that they're given very many visas uh, right now from foreign countries. So, yeah, you know, I, I was surprised that, uh, I, I, let me rephrase that. I was surprised by the way the match went, uh, but it didn't take long to figure out why, Yeah, you know, like they made a big deal about certain wrestlers who lost to kind of incumbent people who have been in AEW in the last year. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, some people so, were disappointed uh, at like how some people got eliminated, but Kenny hinted that it's not the end for them, which is great. Um, I also, yeah, I, I wasn't a big on the Aja Kong match, but like uh, I was very worried about, about what a singles match with Aja Kong would look like 
in 2021. And for, you know, for all her limitations, that was not bad. No, you know, her, her, she has her swagger down to the point where, you know, it's not like Muda where you can tell he's like, what was, what I love about Muda uh, that was impossible to duplicate. The only other person I think ever had it was, uh, you know, all Japan era, like Jimmy Snooker, mm-hmm. where he just felt like he was going to always spring into action. And like his movement was so abrupt. And Asia Kong just had this kind of like, you know, very similar to Vader and a, and a lot of, you know, agile, bigger wrestlers that um, she still has that. So you don't notice what she can't do as much. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I thought so, that was a, it's a good start to the tournament. Um, it makes, I I wish I, I actually was surprised that like it was all women who'd been in AEW before who won. But uh-huh. in hindsight, I'm like, oh yeah, I shouldn't be surprised about that at all. Um, what is um, the girl, I, I don't recall her name. I apologize to you and the listeners. What is the uh, girl group wrestler? Oh, Maki Ito. Uh, yeah, Maki Ito. Did you see her exchanges with Jim Cornette? No. Uh, oh, wait, yes. Yeah, I love her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, I am the queen of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a picture of her in, like, some brown liquid, completely, yeah. like, in the nude, just, yeah. Yeah. She makes me, uh, like, I I don't know how old she is, but she doesn't look that old. No. So, yeah. Like she, her antics on the internet, I, I had to stop trying to find out more about her because uh, I was afraid I was going to end up on a list. Yeah, but, <laughs> don't worry, I can oh, keep. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'm probably already on that list. I will. I'll yeah. keep you up to date. I love that. Like her, her, her social media games like really good. It's better than a lot of wrestlers. She has this thing she does where she's like, "Here's the new word I learned today," and it's like some like graphic, like pornographic thing. Nice. Um, that like I have to. There was one that was like wizard sleeves, and I had to like go to Urban <laughs> Dictionary to learn what that was. And I was like, "Oh, I regret that." I, uh... yeah. yeah, it's it's like uh, uh, those sort of things are like an ambush. Like, yeah, um, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, for my part, though, when I was still on Trick or Treat Radio, as soon as I like, I'd be like, "Gross!" I'd find it out during the week, and then like ten minutes into the show, I'd be like threatening to give one of my co-hosts a Roman helmet or something. Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah. like it's like uh I'm a hypocrite. But like yeah, it was a uh, you know wrestling is great now. Like yeah. uh you know uh it's it's intriguing and I feel like anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Um you know the flip side is in ring it's fine. But like I watched uh I don't even know why I did, but I put on the, the talking smack after this week's smackdown yeah and like they just are not like they're blowing it until they like until they don't like there's no there's like the show ended awesome with um paul Heyman going you know the, his co-host saying something to him. paul Heyman was like do you want to know how in charge i am i'm so in charge that this show is going to end in two three and uh jay uso was there and he went one and it like ended it was awesome nice but they brought apollo cruz who had a heel turn and he just like sat there and like stared at the camera and they're asking him questions like and he just didn't answer he's just you know and it's just like i know he's never been the best talker but you know why not stick him 
with this guy or somebody else or uh get a talker yeah yeah uh the uh i can't remember his name in gcw but his last name is russ now uh they stuck him with um this great manager who uh started in jakar and then ended up in i can't remember his name uh for a while in Jakarta, is Chuck Taylor because he won Chuck Taylor's name. In a, oh, in a um, what's his name? Uh, he's Malcolm Bivens now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what he was before. So it's like a weird 1984 thing that WWE's yeah. done to my brain. Like, shit. Right. What I was, yeah, he's he's great. He's yeah. In in the fact that, like, you know, I, I thought Rust would looked awesome. Yeah, and I follow him on social media because him and his special lady friend, who's like a. a She's like a quasi, I guess, like fetish model or whatever, always doing like ridiculous like skits and stuff. And um, I knew he had some personality, but not, you know, in the way that the WWE knows how to work. And mm-hmm. just putting that with him, like all he has to do is be this like Apollo Crews, this freak of nature who's a powerhouse and, you know, a high flyer. And, and yeah. it, it just works. Like Apollo Crews had a mouthpiece, but it didn't work like it, you just don't somebody who's looks like Paul Cruz does and can't talk if if putting him with uh one person doesn't work you got to find a thing that works you know Definitely. like like he, like it it's too like you know he's never going to be the champ but he's always going to be um you know the same thing in a match we're going to be talking about uh shortly um, one of the females that was in the the uh, women's title match, like I don't think that they would ever put the belt on her, but she's always going to be there to have a great match. Yep, you know. So, uh, and that's Cruz. Like you just don't. You need more Apollo Cruises and less Baron Corbin. <laughs> stuff yeah. Like that. Yeah. yeah. So for sure. But um, we're about to talk about. I'm going to bury the lead. Mm. What I think is the best show of the year so far. I can't disagree with you. Yeah, I cannot disagree like, with you. Like every, we got five matches. All of them were like excellent to excellent plus. I think. Yeah, my lowest rating was three and a half. Yeah, yeah, that's about where I would be. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see where which match gets that. So let's get into it. Uh, we're, we're our main thing this week is NXT Takeover Vengeance Day, uh, because it's it's not Valentine's Day for this particular part of Florida, apparently. Yeah, uh, well, as it, soon it, as I heard that, I could just picture, like, just, like, Vince, like, saying it to people until they were like, Vengeance Day! Yeah. <laughs> it's not Valentine's Day! Yeah. It's Vengeance Day! It's just a room full of writers being like, yeah. uh, fine, yes, we'll, like, yeah. brand it that, I guess. We can't, can't make it NXT Florida, like, 8 but, or whatever yeah. it is now. But don't we already have a vengeance? It's vengeance day, pal. <laughs> it's a whole day of it. <laughs> yeah. Just not just bitch. one pay per view. Yeah. <laughs> Get yeah. me a chicken breast. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's uh, um, this is the match that yeah. was three and a half stars. Uh, I, the opening match was okay. um, Amber Moon mm-hmm. and Shotzi Blackheart. Uh, versus Dakota Kai and Rachel uh, uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez, yeah, yeah. Um, and those two are re- ready for prime time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if 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 you know, I I remember seeing Raquel in a, 
evolve a little bit at the end. Yeah. But you know, she looks green, but they're using her the right way. Um, the match was put together the right way. Yeah. The match was written like a four-star match. Just, you know, Shotzi's a little green and uh, Amber Moon's a little sloppy. Yeah. I guess. Like Amber Moon, both those two wrestlers would be giant, even more over superstars in a federation that did uh, intergender matches because they'd have somebody to set for them, you know. Yeah. Properly, but even with you know uh, Gonzalez there, you know they they were a little they were a little sloppy and everything was good and they, um, it's good for them that this was where it was because there wasn't very many missteps mm. uh, going forward. So I, I mean I, I like this match. I really enjoyed it. I would recommend. I wouldn't tell anybody to skip it. Um, it's in my opinion, the worst match on the show, yeah. uh, but it's better than uh, it, it was as good or better than uh, the first um, new beginning in Agoya or whatever the first uh, New Japan shows yeah. that we covered on that tour. Right. Um, and, and that's saying something, you know. Yeah. I thought it, I thought it was a very good time, Rachel. Raquel Gonzalez, sorry, is going to be a big, big star. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, the match was built around making her look amazing. Like she yeah. kicked out of like a half Every- dozen or more like <laughs> double team moves. Uh, mm-hmm. She threw her tag partner at people and threw other people at other people at, constantly. Uh, people. Yeah. yeah. It, um, I felt like it ended abruptly. What about you? A little bit. Yeah. It yeah. kind of didn't uh, like build to, it felt like it could have used an extra couple minutes to just get itself, you know, get everyone yeah. situated. And it kind of did just feel like, well, this is, this is the move that's going to uh, put everybody down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, yeah, it's, it was good back and forth action. Um, yep. And like everyone got to shine, but they definitely like put the spotlight on Raquel to be like, mm-hmm. this lady is big and strong, which is kind of funny because it's kind of like what they were doing with uh, Rhea Ripley, like not too long ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a very good match. i Happy that the women got a Dusty Classic um, uh-huh. uh, tournament this year. So yeah, and I and I'm glad the right team won because I think Dakota. I mean, I, I love her in general. She's so great. Yeah, I, but like her and Raquel are like a good team together, and I also can't yeah. wait for them to like blow up inevitably. Yeah, it was interesting too that um, uh, I felt like when they announced that they were getting a a, a women's tag team title match that the writing was on the wall who it was going to be. So this kind of like heel versus heel match is very interesting. And yeah, uh, one, um, one screamed my hole ago. Yeah. Uh, I would have <laughs> thought the result of this was a foregone conclusion, Yeah, but you never know now. Like they, you know, they, they may just take the belt off her, you know, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. And what you said about Ember and Shotzi, I agree. They're not as a uh, polished, especially as a team uh, individually, I think they're, you know, pretty good, but uh, I mean, Ember is back from an injury that she thought might've been career ending. So I'm just mm-hmm. like happy that she's around still able yeah. to do all of her moves um, at any rate. So maybe she'll and, you know, get back once uh, she's been in the ring a little more. Uh, I, I, I'm glad I rethought to rephrase what I said. Yeah. Uh, Ember Moon is in really good shape. 
Um, and I, all my problem with her a lot of times is that, and it's why her matches with Oscar was so good. Cause Oscar had such good base and such good balance. Mm-hmm. She's just not, you know, not in a grotesque way or, or she's just bigger than a lot of those girls. Yeah. So she does like a springboard, uh, going into a cutter on Dakota Kai, you know, there's inertia is like, there's a pretty good chance that Dakota Kai is going to move and kind of make the thing like have to, they they got to have to put it back together again. She's just, again, she's not very tall. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's not like, you know, she's like a perfect build for like a real fighter. Yeah. And, um, you know, she has kind of that, uh, uh, not that I want to put her over, but she has that kind of like when Gina Carano was fighting built, you know, right. and, and she's just like, you know, so it's not like I appreciate what she's doing and like, it's what she was doing before, but like, it's not, uh, there's not a lot of people you can like go flying at like that. And, and it would be like, if I tried to do that to you, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like, you know, so, you know, like I, and again, like in, in you know, they're pushing Shotzi to the moon, mm-hmm. but I don't think her skill set is where her spot in the card is yet. Yeah. I think she'll get there, but you're right that she's not quite. I think she's, it's easy to get her on a show because she has a very fun entrance with the tank and yep. the smoke and the helmets and all the, and the fantastic look and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, even, I was a fan of her on the indies, but uh, in this context where everything's a little more polished, I'm not quite. Uh, right. Sold on it yet? Yeah, NXT needs to hire Mickey James and Victoria, uh, you know, and, and someone else from that like layer of when, you know, uh, in between when they were divas, you know, like that that group, Jacqueline. Yeah, uh, I actually saw it was uh, in King of Trios. The last one I saw, it was Jazz, Jacqueline, and. Um, I just said her name. Uh, Victoria? Mickey James? Mickey James, yeah. She did a uh, jazz Vic, uh, Victoria and Mickey okay. James. I almost said the the lady who just did a song with the Ying Yang twins. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, like, they don't have a lot of people to learn from. They're all at the same spot, mostly, or lower. Yeah. So, you know, like... Uh, they um in every indie show even like there's maybe one show where somebody's fighting a intergender match mm-hmm. and there's a woman's match yeah. and you have two women's feds in america so they just don't like you know it's just math unfortunately they're way less polished than the indie guys that were working you know, with everyone from Brutus Beefcake to Loki yeah. to, you know, like to, to other great indie guys to international guys, like, yeah, you know, like less opportunity to yeah, grow. So, you know, they, they're going to be stagnant. Um, I think they're, they're basing off the fact that they had three, four naturals. Mm-hmm. It, that was the basis of the women's revolution in in NXT's women's division, and then they got Oscar, yeah. And so they were like, "This is easy," <laughs> you know. And they haven't. I mean, the only one there who I think is 
uh, a, a step above uh, that is from North America is um, Candice LeRae. But she fought at like 75% men. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and uh, you know, like you, you're going to be a better wrestler if you're, you know, if, if Shotzi Blackhawk's fighting Dakota Kai on the indies and uh, uh, um, Candice LeRae is fighting Sendai girls from, you know, sent over in the Young Bucks over the course of a weekend. Yeah. Who's going to come out being a better wrestler, you know? Definitely. So uh, it seems so easy, but I just don't understand. Like they still treat M- NXT like it should work on its own. Definitely. Um, yeah. So, and I, and I love uh, Lexus Lurie, so, or uh, Mickey James. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, like, uh, it, it, you know, I would love to see her. I, I, I wish she stayed during that spot when she was there to f- that was Oscar. She had that awesome match with. Yep. Um, you know, like so. Yeah. I mean, I, I do feel like we got a great woman champion that doesn't have a lot of people to fight. But yeah, that's true. Especially because yeah. she's like held the title for a solidly long time at this point. Right. And and I don't know what they're going to do with her if if and when they call her up. So. Yeah. So I don't even. What was next? Uh, oh. Next one was Johnny Gargano versus Kushida for the U uh, for the North American uh, title. Yeah, Kushida is was for many years one of my favorites in in New Japan. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of him. Um, I don't enjoy him in jeans. That's, that might sound like a, <laughs> yeah. but I guess he was wearing jorts before. So um, yeah, it's an interesting uh, mix. Yeah, it's an interesting. Yeah. It's it's like. Taking his uh, Marty McFly gimmick to a kind of natural, a yeah. natural progression of it in a way. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I get it. It's not the best look for him because, like, it makes sense when you're like Moxley, mm-hmm. uh, in like a brawler or something like that. You're just like right. your gimmick is like you're a guy coming off the street doing wrestling. Uh, but when yeah. you're like a technician with like arm bars and uh, tomorrow locks and whatever, uh, it doesn't quite feel the same. Yeah. He didn't seem to lose a lot of mobility. I no, guess, definitely. So I couldn't complain. Uh, I, I think he's the most underrated, one of the most underrated wrestlers in wrestling right now. Uh, and, you know, Johnny Gargano brings it every time. I mm-hmm. thought, I did, I, let me see if you think I'm crazy. Okay. Remember the other day where we were talking about um, the match was, I can't remember what it was. The match was awesome. Uh, we were talking about the New Japan uh, Kota Ibushi versus Sonata match. Yeah. Where it sort of felt like they were building towards another match. Yeah. Like this one sort of felt like that a little bit. Like, or maybe it was a clash of styles or that they'd never really worked together before. But, or maybe it was disappointment over the fact that this is kind of a dream match for me. Yeah. Um, it didn't, it wasn't, it didn't, it's, it was great. I gave it over four stars, but I felt like it wasn't as great as I felt like it was a slam dunk. I think that might be you being um, disappointed in it just for high, for high best expectations. Uh, yeah. I love this. I thought like this was a match that felt um, like sometimes when you get like say Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole, it feels a bit like um, ah shit. Somebody in on Twitter once uh, described their wrestling taste as trying to get away from the 
the style of the Bushi Road uh, reversal ballet or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's like a phrase yeah. that's just stuck in my head ever since every time I've watched like Stardom or New Japan. And this felt like mm-hmm. not like that. This felt like a, a fight where two guys yep. had different styles and they were, you know, um, the chemistry was really good. Mostly, I mean, we every like couple of weeks talk about how aging the um, New Japan juniors division is. And yep. like at the end of this match, I was just like, ah, I wish Johnny Gargano could like put a mask on and go to Japan for a month right. and just do the best of super juniors and just, you know, give, give this match like nine times over the course yeah. of a month, you know, because nobody was, asked was, me. Yeah. Nobody asked me, but I was not sick of Kushida and her Like, yeah, I didn't get, same. I didn't get a vote, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Like, I feel like we, we could, you know, use Kushida back there now, especially because mm-hmm. it, I don't know how much he's been doing at NXT. I think he got out with an injury while I was like watching it more religiously. And then I haven't been mm-hmm. watching. So I don't know. I think I remember him fighting Walter. That was amazing. Um, yep. But I saw some of that. Yeah. Um, other than that, this is the first time I've seen him in a while. And man, it's, you know, breath of fresh air to see him when, uh, you know, a guy who definitely brings it every takeover. Uh, I love this match. Right. Um, definitely over four for me. I was, I was over the moon about it. Um, before yeah. you think or anyone thinks that I am, you know, this is a, I gave this four and three fours, yeah. you know, like I didn't, I, I, it's awesome, but you know, my expectations were, yeah, were set. And I think, and I do think they'll have a better match next time. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I, I, I like, and I felt like Johnny Gagano gave, um, Kushida a proper amount of respect in the fact that it was it was hard for him. It, this going into this, this felt like one of those things where it was going to be a good match, but it was going to be obvious what was going to happen. And I, I, you know, they won me over that Kushida was going to win a few times. So yeah, yeah, I definitely I was hoping that Kushida would win, and I didn't expect it. And obviously, he did not win, so that's fine. Um, I gl- I'm glad that it wasn't one where the stable like came in at the last minute or whatever and mm-hmm. and messed it up for everybody but that yeah. kidnapping uh <laughs> with austin theory i didn't see till i was watching nxt this morning yeah or last night like where they where uh dexter loomis ethered him uh <laughs> and, and dragged him away i didn't notice it like what a like what a very un wwe thing because nobody really said it yeah, you know there wasn't like, a, hey, that's the loop. You know, like they just let it happen, and I didn't notice it till uh, till after. Um, I don't know if this was next. I think it was next. Mm. Uh, but this is a show full of enormous amounts of incredible wrestling. Yeah, uh, we talked about how incredible. Yeah, uh, I guess for lack of a better way to put it, the kidnapping. Which, by the way. Mm like is a weird wrestling trope like like four people have got kidnapped in AEW like, <laughs> like and Dexter Loomis is doing it all the time yeah. like weird, weird, Florida's weird, got a kidnapping problem I think uh. yeah <laughs> it's true yeah. what a weird trope but um the current greatest thing in professional wrestling for me mm-hmm. debuted on this night <laughs> and that is uh Cameron Grimes uh <laughs> 
uh, spending his GameStop uh, yeah. <laughs> winnings. It's like a music video with a rap song and all that. Like I love that. I, uh, I, I watched it twice or maybe more than that. Um, I've been showing. I watched it like I I played it for people at work today. <laughs> like I, like I love. It. I don't know why. Like it just cracks everything about it. Just cracks me up. Like yeah. Like I wasn't. I, I liked him as Trevor Lee on the Indies, and I mm-hmm. wasn't really sold on Cameron Grimes as like like a character. Like it just seemed like Trevor Lee with a hat. Um, right. But like he lost every match too. Like every yeah. feud anyway. Yeah, he would not really. He didn't think he was going anywhere, but this uh, kind of reinvents the character and makes it something a little more interesting. I like the idea mm-hmm. of like a a new money wrestler. Yeah, you know, just a, like just a fresh Beverly, off the game stock. I laugh because um, one of my in my often political tirades that I feel bad about for my uh, my friends to have to put up with uh, that uh, I often use the term that. Uh, Democrats often prove that they're more Beverly Hillbillies. I mean, uh, Republicans rather often prove that they're more Beverly Hillbillies than Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, and like, that's all I could think of with like the Beverly Hillbillies with this. It was so, so perfect. And like just scooting around in the money and uh, burning it. And like, yeah. you know, you know where this is going to go. It's going to turn out that he doesn't have as much money as he actually thinks he has or something mm-hmm. or yeah you know he's gonna lose it and you know but whatever like i i think he was the most he's super underutilized i agree because he had two or three years of four-star matches to five-star matches mm-hmm. in pwg and with every with you know kevin steed with uh you know the british guys that came the the flippy african-american crew that was there for a while like he just had great uh, the um, the twist you in a ball and hit you for real group of wrestlers that were there. He just had good matches with everybody. Opening that with Luchadors, mm-hmm. um, you know, he had a great match with um, oh, geez, what's that? Uh, he's related to the Mysterios, um, at least by gimmick. Uh, before he became, he's another snake guy. Um. It's not ringing a bell to me, but yeah, he's not or dra- another dragon guy. Rather, he's not a Drago or I don't know. He's everywhere. He's, head, no. I think he's in Ring of Honor now. Yeah. Uh, oh no, he was in the Best of the Super Juniors. Uh, he's the one that. Um, oh, um, I can't remember off the top of my head. I know who you're talking yeah, about now. But yeah, he had he was, an incredible yeah. match with him. Nice. And I, you know, and I thought he had just been lackluster up to that point, but like mm-hmm. their match was like blew my mind apart. Um, uh, which I think is the thing I missed the most in this pandemic is that it's probably impossible to justify, you know, PWG right now. And, uh, and I just, you know, yeah. I love it. I, I didn't know what to ask for for Christmas because I, <laughs> you know, that's usually what I, you know, yeah. <laughs> for my whoever gets me in the grab, I just send them you know, what the next, next bunch I need is, but, uh, like, uh, you know, uh, he has so much to give and I've seen him be a fiery baby face. I've seen him be a heel. Mm-hmm. I've seen him do this ridiculous thing now. Yeah. Like, you know, he's got a lot that he can do. It's again, we are talking about, and he could talk too. you know, yeah. I don't think he's a champion guy. I can see that. Yeah. He could be. 
Yeah. You know, like, you know, he definitely North American title. Like, I mean, if he turns face, cause this gimmick is ridiculous. <laughs> him versus Johnny Gagano will be, you know, the match of the year. Like I, I'm, I'm calling it now yeah. or, or him versus Kashida. Like there's a lot of people for him to have great matches with. Yeah. He's always been amazing in the ring. It's just, I, I've never trusted him as a character guy, but this like makes me, this turns my opinion on that around completely. Yeah. It makes me think like, you know, it's kind of like how like, you know, uh, early on, no one thought Daniel Bryan was great at, you know, character nope. development or whatever, but then they put the spotlight on him long enough and he just became amazing at it. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's, uh, Cameron Grimes is kind of going to be in the same boat uh, pretty soon. Sure. He could talk better too, if we're being yeah. honest. Like, yeah. I mean, I the, the flip side of that is that Daniel Bryan is a pro wrestling Jedi. Jim. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 yeah. He's not he, merely very, very good. He's, he yeah. is a, a, a goat of all time right. uh, contender or, you know, slam yeah. dunk. Like, yeah. You know, if you go through the pantheon of, you know, for me, Ricky Steamboat, mm-hmm. and then Kurt Angle, and then Chris Benoit, uh, Katamoto. Like, he's better than all of them. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, he's just great. Malenko, like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, um, but that was the best thing that I have seen on television a long time. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, yeah. I don't want to spoil WandaVision because they also had a good no. song um, at the end of their episode. Right. It was like that, but for, for wrestling fans. I would be a liar if I said I didn't look for it on Spotify already. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's a catchy song. Uh, You get to imagine him wearing a a suit coat with no shirt on and just a top hat, like like a a cartoon hobo's version of like a rich person. Like, just great stuff. Yeah, Um, um, it's. I I was disappointed, but I'm. I'm still consistently. Uh, I, I said off air, I was listening to that uh, Better Oblivion community, but like, um, I've also been listening to Frigoth from uh, Psycho Gorman oh, quite nice. a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Gorman. For some reason I say it like the Gorman's Fisherman every yeah. time I talk about <laughs> delicious fish things. But um, yeah, um, there's a derailment. Talk, uh, we talked a lot about Trevor Lee. Yeah. Um, Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic uh, 2021 Final. Yeah. With MSK, formerly the Brats, uh, versus the Grizzled Young Veterans. Um, I don't know what MSK means. I don't know. This is my first time seeing them ever, but I was very impressed. They were awesome in PWG too. Uh, they were incredible in Dragon Gate. They had a series of matches that they repeated in uh, in PWG with uh, Desperado. Nice. Uh, not Desperado. Um, I always do that. Bandito mm. and uh, somebody else. Um, maybe Dragon Lee. And uh, it was awesome. Uh, they're awesome. Uh, and Grizzled Young Vets, I had only seen interfere um, in like beat up Mustache Mountain, like backstage and stuff. I'd never seen them wrestle before. Oh, now. really? Okay. They're pretty. They're pretty great too. Yeah. Um, I loved this match. Me too. This is just yep. high octane, just like nonstop double team moves, basically. Mm-hmm. Just yep. two teams mixing it up. This was a Dragon Gate match. This was mm-hmm. nothing. It's almost like if you take things out of context and make a highlight reel of this, it'll look like a Young Bucks match where things don't necessarily make sense. But like everything in this was logical somehow, even though they did some outrageous things. Like everything worked. Like 
Yeah. In the in while nothing was unsafe, nothing looked like you know, people were just standing around waiting to get like jumped on or whatever else. Like um yeah. it's awesome. So that's your first time you've seen their crazy move where one of them shoves the other one into the four fifty. Yeah. 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 That was uh wild. I loved it. Um and I like Resolute Young Veterans too. I'm I'm kind of bummed that they've made it to like I think they've made it to the finals of the Dusty Classic like twice and lost both yep. times. Yep, um, they lost last year. Yeah, but uh, either team would be- deserve the win. I'm glad MSK won it. Just yeah, a great finale. I've um, I've got the highlight uh, highlight reel on the Twitch nice. stream right now just to get a little bit. Yeah, it was it never stopped. It was just no, nope. you know. I, I don't have the match time on me right now. Oh, maybe I do. Um, ooh, it is, yeah, 18 minutes, just furious pace, probably the fastest pace match of, yeah, definitely the fastest pace match of the show. Um, they sold too. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't just like a bunch of, it, it wasn't one of those Young Bucks matches that I don't like where they are just like doing flips and stuff for the sake of right. doing flips and stuff. It was, it was a wrestling match with, you know, human physics and emotions. I, I- yeah, I loved it. I like both these teams. Um, I was surprised at who won. Because mm. um, quite honestly, they didn't have to. They they could have got a... If they had lost, they would have got a standing ovation for how, how yeah. great they were. Um, I thought it was the end of the line for Nash Carter when he took a doomsday device uh, outside the ring. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, even if you do that bump 100% perfectly, which I believe he did, uh, either your knees or your face uh, gonna dislike you in the morning. Yeah, and it was like so. between the ring and the announce table, so there was right. like not a lot of uh, room for error at all. And they right. nailed it. It was safe. Uh, he was able to continue the match, you know, after selling for a reasonable amount of time. Right. I, you know, backstage they were like, "All right, you can do that spot, but <laughs> don't hit the announce table." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hit the announce table. We actually need it for the next match as well. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, it, it, it's going to just fall apart. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I thought this was great. This was a five-star match for me. My definition of a five-star match, uh, you know, which is retro-engineered, like I'm usually, like, decide it the minute it's done. But, uh, you know, if I ever have – Dave Meltzer said, and I agree with him, if you have to think if it's a five-star match, it's not. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I – end up with a lot of four and three fours you know like it was it was close but this is the best version of this match in the same way that walter versus uh dragonoff was this is the best you know and we see these high flying matches every wednesday on the other channel um so you know in the same way we had had um uh, suzuki and kota abushi and kota abushi and uh And I am, my brain is just broken this week. Um, <laughs> Kota Bushi, and I love him. Uh, Jack Saber's partner, Kota Bushi, and uh, yeah, but I, we had seen two matches where they did a similar thing before we saw the Dragon Off Walter yeah. thing in the G1. And, uh, you know, like that, this was the, that was the best iteration, and this was the best iteration of that. I agree. Um, you know, if you make a year end list, you know, in, in January or December of 2021, I feel like 
it's going to have to be a great wrestling year for not two or three matches on this show not to to hit that top five yeah. or top ten. I agree. You know, this is like a I really solid, like amazing uh, takeover. Yeah, if you if anyone wants to know, and it could be different because I haven't seen it in a year. I haven't seen Dragon Gate since January of last year, mm. uh, one of their early January shows. Um, if you want to kind of get an idea of the difference between Lucha Libre and Dragon Gate, uh, Lucha Libre in New Japan versus what Dragon Gate is, this was a like a Dragon Gate match. Like, uh, in my opinion, like, yeah, minus the fact that there's usually, you know, a little more tagging and a little more rope work and stuff. But like, this felt like a Dragon Gate match to me. Yeah, this mostly felt like everyone was tagging a lot just to like do double team moves or right. hanging on the outside, you know, like, yeah, I at any given time, I was not entirely sure who was legal, but I did not really care because um, the match did make sense in the moment. Of- yeah. No like one's going to say that they didn't use tag ropes because yeah, they like they did. went out of their way to grab them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this is this is the match. One of uh, uh, you know, it's funny. Like, uh, we've been watching this for a long time, so there are only a few wrestlers who the combination you know how good it's going to be, and that was the main event was. Mm. But any other show. I would be very skeptical that anything would have been better than this yeah. match on the show. I um, mean, I, I even after it, I was not um, sure that the uh, next two matches would quite live up to it. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Um, but the next match was pretty good, yeah. I thought. Um, Tough spot to follow it, for sure. For sure. We had Mercedes um, Martinez versus Tony Storm versus Io Shirai for the excuse me NXT women's uh, title. These are their three best, right? These are the three best women that they have right now, I think. Yeah. I'd say. Considering uh, Mako Satomura is in the UK, I would agree with you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. And you, you know, they could have rehabbed uh, Mercedes Martinez a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, in this, in this, I mean, they, she's great in, in, in a very similar style to, uh, excuse me uh, for forgetting your name, but, but Keith Lee's fiance. Um, yeah. You know, and. The difference is I think that Mercedes Martinez hasn't changed her style at all. Right. um, You know, and she's just a, she's a great foil for both of these uh, two athletes. So, you know, I I really like this match. Yeah. We've seen Tony Storm and Io Shirai a few times, um, most notably at Evolution uh, and a few times in Stardom, actually. Uh, Really? Yeah. So seeing it here but with mercedes martinez like makes it new it makes it fresh and she's like a perfect like ground-based person for eo and you're right like a brawler that can uh go toe-to-toe with tony uh very well too they're three very different styles is the right you know it's a three-way with three completely different wrestlers uh who have amazing chemistry in any combination and that worked yep tony is uh is built in that great fighter Mm-hmm. size in the same way that amber moon is you know so uh if the a lot of the difference between amber moon and tony storm is that um you know she's not a she's not raquel raquel, raquel gonzalez yeah. mm-hmm. but she is you know uh if not in height 
you know, in better shape than, you know, a lot of the girls, certainly the Japanese ones. So, you know, she does more power stuff and more rough striking and she's really more thoughtful about, you know, when she climbs the ropes and stuff like that. Yep. Um, which I think makes her just, you know, you just seem less, it's harder to mess up a great straight kick or a forearm or elbow to the face. Like all of her stuff looks great. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you had three different matches in this. You know, you had the feud. You yep. had, uh, you know, Martinez, who's mostly a power, grounded pound wrestler, grabbing the aerialist. Mm-hmm. You had the great striker in the grounded pound wrestler um, against each other. And they all were able to do, you know, have some great exchanges. Yeah. Um, great shot when... Um... EO and all three of them were in submission holds. Uh, I think Tony Storm was in a headlock from um, Mercedes and EO got behind her and put her in another hold. Like, yeah, just uh, a great image. Awesome. Yeah. Um, the only thing that bugs me is that I, before I had even read the, uh, before I'd even seen this match, I read that they didn't use all the time that they were allotted because they were supposed to do something with the announce table and it just kind mm-hmm. of fell apart uh, while Tony was clearing it off. So there's a part of me that's like, oh, what if? But like, what we yeah. got was incredible. Right. Uh, another high, like fast pace, but not in the same way that the tag match was. I mean, you got to think that what was going to happen was uh, somebody was going to go through that table, and Io Shirai was going to hit a a move off that uh, t- terrace, uh, off that, yeah, you know, whatever it is, and then your, you know that a lot of time might have just been laying around a bunch. So yeah. Um I do think it's interesting that Tony Storm still seemed like she wanted to do whatever they were gonna do on the table and <laughs> yeah. was like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's no point. Let's do it. I that's you know yeah. that's that's Mercedes being a, a veteran. Yeah. No one no one to give up on the the stupid spot that they planned yeah. out. I've seen enough of those uh arm ringer reversals into a DDT to know that that's somebody saying I'm not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not moving. Yeah. So yeah, it was it, what a great match. Like, you know what I mean? Like again, this is a better match than you're gonna get on most shows right now. Yeah. Um I uh I gave it four stars straight. Um I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, you know, like uh, I you know, I don't uh, it, it was awesome. I, I think that again, as much as I like this, I would have probably liked any combination of this of just the two of them more i agree with you yeah so it's it's a weird thing because io shirai has been the champion for a while now so it's like what do you do with her she's fought like everybody um that makes sense to fight at this point so the the only thing to do is freshen it up with uh some new combinations of multi multi wrestlers i mean she get it she's heading towards what they did with asuka in the sense Mm -hmm. where we're at that champion burnout, you know? Yeah. And hopefully it leads to Oscar Rizzio. Cause I could really go for that. Down oh, I'd love it all day long. Yeah. I, I'm so sorry. I have to dip away for one second. Okay. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll stick around here. Oh, uh, yeah. let's, let's get into the main event. Uh, Pete Dunn versus Finn Balor. Uh, this would be the match. I would give Holy five stars. Uh, yep, everything else is... I would, I would have gone like four and a half or, or lower. Uh, but this, like, yeah, this is a masterpiece. Yep. 
perfect. Uh, and it's, it's, I can't think of the last time that I saw this on a WWE show. You mean Balor but, versus Dunn or just this style of match? Uh, I don't know what anybody's telling me. Uh, just the style of match. Um, okay, yeah. It was not traditionally European. Yep. But it was, I don't know, it was like a, it was a, it was a, like a Japanese uh, Benoit versus Guerrero match without, you know, you know, I, I guess there's probably the same amount of high flying, just different moves, you know, like, yeah, they just were really, it, it was the, you know, to use a Jesse Ventura cliche, it was the human chess match. Very much. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of what you get when you have uh two, it's, yeah, it's kind of what you get when you have two uh, British wrestlers, uh, you know, going into their natural style that like yep. is popular over there, uh, but with the heightened, uh, you know, the modern heightened striking and the production yep. value of WWE, it's just it feels like something totally new. Uh, yeah. A good chunk yeah. of this match was on was rolling around on the mat, like exchanging submissions, and I I, I eat that mm-hmm. shit up completely. Me too. The the, the this is the one A to the one B being Haas fights. Yeah. Like this is the type of wrestling. I mean, it should no secret with my faith, you know, being Brian Danielson, like I, you know, and, uh, and, uh, unfortunately Chris Benoit, like, mm. um, I mean, he's not my favorite anymore. Like I, I <laughs> call it cancel culture, but I, um, you know, I, I, I appreciate him, but still knocked him out of the box. But, um, uh, the, um, getting all this crazy like uh, there are only certain notifications that i get yeah and i'm like getting like all of them all of a sudden like all these people who only Weird. like talk to me if something is on fire um well it, but, uh, you know if you need to make sure that nothing's on fire i you know that's that's completely fine no i i just no one is saying anything like at all like the guy Weird. i work with he sent hockey cards to me yeah oh. interesting <laughs> okay no sorry sorry i uh it's actually a special lady friend on this thing she's uh yeah. um i don't know how much you collect trade paperbacks or not or graphic novels but i do it all digitally so they're yeah. going through the fucking roof right now really yeah i'm i'm starting this other podcast project probably next year Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I don't, I don't, I don't have the patience that you have to, uh, deal with like doing it like correspondence like this Yeah, called the Batman project. And what the Batman project is, is we're going to review all the post-crisis Batman oh, okay. and kind of like fix the continuity errors. Yeah. Right. Um, and then we're going to, uh, cast it, uh, like it was like a television show or a movie that run. That sounds uh, cool. Yeah. And Scott Atkins is Batman. And I, I'm, I told uh, my friend Aries, that that's the only thing I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna budge on. <laughs> that's, yeah, I, that's like, fair. <laughs> and I, you know, I'll even budge on <clears throat> me wanting the gauze to be the Joker. Yeah. But, um, like you know, I I I am excited, but like I just bought a trade I've had four times and like just left it places or wrecked it or whatever else because it was just like useless. It was uh Batman the Terra. Okay. I had to spend $70 on it. Wow. 
you know, wow. and it's, it's like for me to put together the first season. Yeah. That's one of the ones that I need those early legends of the dark Knight. Yeah. And I've also for reading purposes been looking for like epic collections of Avengers and stuff like that. And again, they're like nine gazillion. Yeah. Dollars. So, uh, they were excited that they found some somewhere and all of a sudden my, you know, I'm like, why is, <laughs> yeah. uh, why is Lindsay and Jeff like texting me like a wild animal right now? But, because uh, they found Daredevil uh, epic collections and oh nice. So I'm sorry, I'm sorry to derail us, but I got really nervous. Like I thought that somebody was like, you know, not much can go on at our store that's bad. Like the main travesty is somebody, you know, is getting ready to leave and doesn't have their keys. Yeah, and you have to drive <laughs> out and, and get them keys or whatever. But uh, and then on top of that, like my my sister Margaret is just texting me pictures of of children. Fair enough. I mean, our yeah. show's built on enthusiasm, so if something exciting is happening, uh, yeah. I think it's fair game to throw it on. Yeah, it's true. Like, uh, yeah. my, my nephew, my other nephew, my brother's son is six, and uh, it's crazy. Like, I literally feel like he was, like, uh, I don't know, like a fetus. Like, that can't be, yeah. like, six years ago. So, um, you know, everybody, like, I said that out loud. So now everybody that I'm related to is like, this person's 12 now. This person's you know, I'm just kidding. Like, sorry, I didn't re- like, I didn't know the kid was six. Yeah. Like I'm aware. <laughs> now, you know, but yeah. Um, in my, my, uh, I'll bring it full circle. My nephew who is six, his favorite wrestler, Finn Bauer. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Velveteen dream. He likes to, which my, uh, uh, a, uh, obnoxiously conservative brother is not excited about. Me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and neither am I for different reasons. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's uh, like I, I, I mean, it's almost hard to talk about this match because unlike the last match where we cited X, Y, and Z, yeah. like you're right, this match was wrestling. Yeah. Um, and you know, Triple H may be a, a jerk in real life, and a lot of people don't like him, and it, it's tough to like sort through a lot of that because yeah. Um, you know, like who knows, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we can hear a million things, but maybe only five of them might be true. Yeah. I mean, the most honest version of his uh, relationship that I've heard outside of his friends is CM Punk. And a lot of people unfortunately say the same things about CM Punk. So, you know, like it's, it's just tough to, to get, to get through, but, um, you know, he put, Dory Funk and Jack Briscoe on the main event of a pay-per-view in 2020. Yeah. Uh, you know, Johnny Kidd and Jim Beaks, like, you know, you're not, you're not, you know, gonna, gonna, you know, gonna get this often. I don't know that. I mean, uh, unless they do it again, you're not going to get it again. This was more of that than I've, I've heard that. I haven't watched it. I gotta go back to Kyle O'Reilly. Um, um, Pete Dunn. I mean, Kyle O'Reilly, uh, Finn Balor. Yeah. Match was. I could watch Kyle, like, I'd pay a separate subscription service to watch Kyle <laughs> O'Reilly and Pete Dunn wrestle all day. Yeah. But even that was more, this match was more what I would have thought that match would be. Yeah. It's, I was not expecting because Dunn's been in like the WWE system for so long that it's just right. like, and Balor too, especially as like mm-hmm. someone who's been on the main roster. I was kind of expecting just like a regular good match, not like, you know, I'm going to work your arm. Now I'm working your neck. Now I'm going right. to snap your fingers. Now I'm going to, you know, put you in a, a vicious looking like abdominal stretch or something like that. Yeah. Like, 
just it, uh, it escalated so nicely. And, and totally logically. And to be fair to us who were ambushed by it, I don't know that that's ever been Finn Balor's forte. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He was never, you know, he, he can do it and we've seen it. But, you know, he was a striker and, and a, you know, and a high flyer. And he was kind of, uh, you know, uh, less intense in a certain way, more heelish, obviously. But he was sort of like a low key, you know, sort of guy. He had his strikes and his moves and his finishing move. And, you yeah. know, it was either filled up with selling when he was a baby face or heelish antics when he, you know, started Bullet Club. Yeah. So, um, you know, and plus New Japan junior tag team matches uh, where he spent a big chunk of his time doesn't always lead, lend itself to that sort of shenanigans. So I was actually, I mean, I, I suspect Pete Dunn pulled me out of the front row and have a, <laughs> like, make it look like I was wrestling him. Yeah. But, um, like, uh, you know, like, I, I was, I was surprised that Finn Balor kept up. Yeah, I agree. I um, yeah, I think the the knock against Finn Balor is that he's got like five moves, and he's just very charismatic and you know fills the time in between them very well. Like in yeah. my head, I'd be like, yeah, I assume he can do mat wrestling. I don't know how why he would do it because he's over just right. doing like drop kicks and uh, double stomps and DDTs and whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, so like him doing this uh, kind of makes me see him in a new light, just like expanding his style a little bit. As he like gets, you know, continues his reign as the, the NXT champion. Right. Yeah, I think that um I don't know, like it was just like you don't you don't see it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like and like it's funny, like uh I, I love Suzuki and he can do this sort of match. Yeah. But more often than not, he's escalates directly to a hoss fight. Right. You know, so uh, or bullying if he's fighting someone small, but like, yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, like I, I am almost more so than appreciation for the match taken aback that this match happened in 2021 in the, in the main, main event of a pay-per-view of a WWE the live event. Crowd yeah. Was eating it up. Yeah. It, it makes me doubly disappointed that uh, it seems like edges hyperbole um, about maybe going after that belt was just something to fill the time because it's, that yeah, would it's, be great. Yeah, Finn it's clear that he's yeah, it's clear that he's going after Roman Reigns, which is too bad. I would have loved to have seen him stick around in NXT a little bit more. Um, yeah, and maybe he will afterwards. Idea. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, like he like uh, Edge needs somebody who can be what Edge was for. Ric Flair and mm-hmm. you know uh, Triple H and some of those other guys. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, it's just weird. Like the, the closest I can think of to seeing something like this was when we got uh, Drew Gulak versus Daniel Bryan on a pay per view like sometime last year. But even yeah. that is like one where like you expect them to do this. Was um, that on a pay per view? Was that on? I think a it was. I think it yeah. was on a pay per view. I think it was like the first match of. Uh, Might have been one of those. It might have been one of the last pay-per-views with an audience. I feel like I remember being surprised that the audience was like hanging on to it as it happened. I love Drew Gulak. Same. Yeah. But um uh I just don't like I don't know. Like it's it's I, I could say it over and over again, but to to put a pin in it, like 
Like, Zack Sabre's not going to get over in the WWE. Yeah. Uh, but this would have been a match that him or Marty Skrull would have been very comfortable in. Or Johnny Kidd. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, or, you know, like any of those great, or, uh, you know, a Mike Quackenbush, like any of the like premier hybrid grapplers, you know, like who yeah. can do a lot of stuff. Cabana, like guys that just, you know, like that's why Cabana couldn't get a job yeah. because that's what he did. You know, that's why they, they couldn't figure out what to do with, it. you know, like, so uh, it's cool that that happens, you know, that that's going on now. Yeah. Yeah, this is an easy five star match for me. Um, a five star too. Yeah, I was just like, I was at the edge of my seat uh, the whole time, and it's just dudes like twisting their fucking <laughs> limbs around. Yep. 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 And it was also like, there is an argument that I don't agree with that a lot of people say Zack Saber looks like people are letting him do things. Yeah. Like all of this. Which I don't necessarily agree, but uh, there's a suspension of disbelief of that. You know, Zach knows just how to slightly bend an arm that your nerve, you know, you, you get that arm or whatever. Like, he, again, like a wrestling Jedi. Yeah. But all of this looked MMA ish in the sense where there wasn't a lot of stuff that when somebody grabbed a hold, the other person didn't look like he was at least trying to stop him from getting it or whatever else. Like, yeah. Yeah, this is. Uh, I'd like. I, I'm anxious to see what is my. If this is not my match of the year, what is? Yeah, you know, like what could the, what will top it? Or the G1 it? has a the G1 has a lot of work to do. Um, yeah, and uh, it's not going to be Okada and Evil. I can tell you that. Um, <laughs> Hopefully, we get it before the G1, and they don't just keep teasing it. <laughs> but who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, I, 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 they haven't said for sure it's on Castle Attack or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, Cro- New Japan Crossbows and Catapults. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't, I don't. Um, why is it called Castle? Someone actually explained this to me um, okay. on Twitter because, like, uh, what was it? Super J Cast like asked, like, uh, send in your questions that we can, you know, respond to on our podcast. And I was like, so is the castle under attack? Or is New Japan attacking a castle? Attacking the castle. And like yeah. somebody was like, oh, I can explain this. Uh, I guess it's like the venue uh, at Osaka Joe Hall, which is, uh, I think it's it's like translation involves a castle or it's like no, next really. to a castle or something like that. So that's why they're naming it that. It's still a dumb name, but at least it makes sense. Uh, some kind of sense, sort of. I mean, not that I want more Road 2 or filler shows, but like like why like where like i hope we're not getting rid of like king of new japan or something that we didn't get last year yeah like uh it, for this you know like i guess i don't care but you know what i mean like like it just seems like a weird place for another show because we're yeah. already going to be heading towards you know we should be revving up for a new japan cup now so yeah it's like having like two pay-per-views in the same month. Um, like the times that they've done that before WrestleMania for whatever reason. Yeah. And it's like, um, you it mean feels right like the, now? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like in, in four minutes ago. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. Elimination chamber is starting right now. Well, I got, you know, no, it's, yes. I am not, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to watch that live or not. We'll see. 
Um, but yeah, it's like, I don't know. It feels like they have just, they, they like want to bump up the road to show like business just by calling it a pay-per-view and then giving you yeah. like a singles match in the main event and then a bunch of tag matches in the undercard. Right. You know, which, which traditionally that's what these new beginning shows are. Yeah. You know, like the, you know, in fact, I think having a title match, maybe they did last the year before last, but I feel like having a title match before the new Japan cup, like I feel like that new Japan cup winner is usually the first. Yeah. Like opponent, unless there's some weird unfinished business or something, but, uh, you know, usually the, the, uh, you know, champion fights for a hundred hours on, you know, wrestle kingdom mm. and then kind of takes a knee until, yeah. uh, you know, fantastic mania is happening. And then these shows, he'll be involved in the thing maybe, but I mean, Kenny Omega, like wasn't on any of this stuff. Yeah. The last time so. I can think of was when, um, the time Jay white beat Tanahashi. I think that was a new beginning show. But otherwise, and it's like that's like a special situation where they had the storyline timed out and they wanted to put the title on Jay White, you know? Yeah, because they didn't do it last year because no, um, I think I think everything shut down. Like, I think there was Wrestle Kingdom and Mm -hmm. then everything probably shut down in the middle of Phantasmomania. Mania. Yeah. Like, you know, so we didn't get, uh, you know, other than Okada in his Phantasmomania Mania persona. Yeah. Um, like, you know, I don't know. Like, he, you know, he's so I'm not sure. Uh, again, there's probably it, it, it probably is either exactly what you said or a trajectory. Thing. Yeah. They need to get some because they lost time too. So yeah. maybe they need to like have they need to get some things moving, you know? Yeah. So and and I hate when they do a lot on road two shows. Same, yeah. You know, like because I'm not, I'm, you know, for me, and maybe they should do it because maybe I would watch them. But for me, if you know, I can get the setup for the match and the recap, you know, or yeah. reading about it. But like yeah. when there's a like you know like Jeff Cobb showing up and and stuff like that, like I'm glad that that was on shows. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, but what this is the show of the year. Yeah, this I mean, uh, as of as of late February, this is the show of the year, and it's early. But I don't know, you know, we we can talk about how great the takeovers are in general, but I don't yeah. expect um, the. I think a takeover would very likely surpass this, um, if anything does. But you know, I think I'm, as I'm far like, as just consist, just being consistent. And great, uh, yeah. I can't ask for anything more uh, from a wrestling show than this. I mean, it's it's possible. I had, I for me, I thought this was going to be a two match show. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know it exceeded my expectations. And, and takeovers do that a lot. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, I, I yeah, I don't know. New Japan. I mean, AEW pay per views are always awesome. Yeah, uh, and so, we got one you know, coming up. Uh, yeah, I think got one next, coming up. Yeah. Saturday. Oh yeah, really? I think uh, I'll, I'll double check, but I don't think it can. Is it in February though? Because oh, then maybe. it would have to be. Yeah. Because next Saturday is the twenty seventh. Yeah. Uh, I know that because uh, that's when my 
uh, Asian action role playing game happens. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, it's March seventh. Okay, like, yeah. I was wrong, but I was off yeah. by like a week or two. Yeah, because Al Goro and I uh, uh, always watch that, and he's my GM, so nice. I, I knew he wouldn't schedule. He he he's <laughs> he's also like the only thing that makes me know uh, in the pandemic when I have to do something or be somewhere, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, like, I, you know, it'd probably be a takeover. Um, but I mean, this is a tough time of year. Like we joke that this being the best time of the year is only in February, but we've had two nights of Wrestle Kingdom uh, in three or four, three or four big New Japan shows and the Royal Rumble. Yeah. You know, so like, you know, this is a bit of a, you know, this, this is a, a more uh, crowded thing than say May. Yeah, definitely. You know? You're right. So, yeah. So, like, I, I thought this was a, a great show. I can't recommend it enough. Uh, especially, like, you know, at this point, might as well wait a couple weeks if you don't have a subscription, you know, and, and wait for it to be $5 on Peacock because it's, uh, you know, it's worth every dime of that. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Jeez, uh, I just thought of what's going to happen with the login and everything. But, um, <laughs> yeah. But I got, yeah. But the uh, yeah, I just I don't know. Like it's it's great, and and it's, you should watch it. I, I'm going to really champion this, and, and and if you do too, I'd I'd be much obliged because I'd like to see these occasionally. You know, I'd like this yeah. to be an option. You know, yeah. Like, so you know, and that and that Fed right now has the best four or five. I mean, if Drew Gulak went down, every everybody who's good at it in America would be in NXT right now. Definitely. So, yeah, it's very, very exciting. Very good stuff. Put yeah. Brian Danielson on NXT. Yeah. I want to see Brian Danielson fight Pete Dunn. I'm a, cool. Yeah, I know. I know. There's so much that they could do with him before he you know, becomes a sometimes, some parts of the year kind of guy. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, big angle. Their, their next, like this was kind of their Wrestle Kingdom or, or uh, um, it looks like the we alluded to this last week, but it looks like the um, uh, the whatever generation. I'm the best podcaster ever. Um, <laughs> it, it looks like Adam Cole destroyed his faction. Oh yeah, this after the match, um, you know, Dunn's buddies came over and jumped Finn Balor while he was weak, and then the unexpected uh, undisputed era came over. Uh, you know, tried to. Uh, just based on mutual respect, Kyle O'Reilly was like, Hey, you can be one of us, but then Adam Cole yeah. uh, beat them both up. So we'll see where that uh, leads long-term, but that's very exciting uh, that there's yeah. finally a break in this, you know, long running faction. It made me, I was disappointed, but I mean, God forbid one of those two guys get, um, uh, I, I was, I was hungry for more Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole matches. Those two have, are amazing. So yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it made me watch NXT. Like, you know, I, I, I couldn't wait to see it, see what was going on. So, uh, you know, it was pretty, pretty, because uh, I think I was watching this, uh, if, if our social media feeds are to be believed, I think I was watching this actually at the same time as you. So, <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, um, I think I tried I, to I, watch it live when I was. Oh, yeah. I, I paused it and then um, came back to it like later in the day and the video had like, gone all the way to the end so i think you watched it as i was like out doing something or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like yeah it was, it was a you know great show great ending um unique main event there is you know like 
uh, one defective prop and a, a you know a match that you know only looks bad against the rest of the car. Yeah, you know? like so, you know, hot. You know, this if you want good wrestling, this is you know support this because this is uh, not analog to. Uh, not analogous to a WWE show. No, it's not at all. There's just so many different styles. Like it's the, it's the ideal of what I want from NXT because they just pull from so many different sources and sign people. Right. It's gross because it's kind of a wrestling monopoly, but it's yeah. also like a dream match factory. Exactly. So. It reminds me a lot in a weird way of uh, late seventies, early eighties. Like, like just pull up any random date all Japan card yeah. and like it's like Ric Flair versus Rick Martel and like Jimmy Snuka and Bruiser Brody as a tag team and it's just like ludicrous like who's actually you know yeah. on those shows the Funks versus the Sheik and Abdullah like uh, you know and, and you weren't going to get those matches Ricky Steamboat versus the Sheik I watched not too long ago from all Japan nice. like you weren't going to get those matches you know anywhere else so uh, I again I mean we saw Johnny Gargano versus Kushida and yeah you know like that's a great dream match so especially since Gagano's Japanese time was in Dragon you know yeah. so uh, so cool such a good show it sucks that it you know I understand the evil empire and it's not ideal mm. um, but if you want their programming to get better watch these shows you I know, agree. I'm gonna go be pissed off I, I have to do a show at 930 tonight where I compare and contrast uh, the American version and the the uh, American 1956 version and the Japanese 1956 version of Godzilla. Like, you know, <laughs> until then, I'm going to be sitting upstairs pissed off watching uh, overbooked yeah. crap. So, but like, yeah, what a what a great show. Yeah. Um, uh, if you uh, if you want to interact with us, uh, we are on a lot of social media, and we also have an email, uh, which is wrestled down for life. Um, which I, I believe uh, it's for life, right? Spelled well, out for and life is spelled correctly. L I F E, okay. yeah, right, at right. gmail.com. So, um, uh, you know, any questions, anything else, uh, hit us up. Um, yeah, we love wrestling and we love to talk about it, and we'd love to talk about it with you. Yeah, uh, check us out on all of our social medias. We got Wrestle Down Podcast on Instagram, Wrestle Down Pod on Twitter. Um, I'm Swing Dingling on Twitter. Mars is Dynamo Mars on Twitter. Uh, and we got a Facebook page. Uh, and, yeah, that's all of our stuff. Uh, hey, always love talking to you, man. You too. Uh, by the way, um, okay. Japanese wrestling uh, porn is yeah. a thing. Yeah. <laughs> is, <laughs> is, yes? Yeah. Okay. It is a thing. <laughs> like, uh, my voice recognition software uh, threw me to the lines on that one. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, all right, man. Uh, well, we'll see. I will see you, and we'll see all of everybody. Uh, in uh, there's a short turnaround on this one. Yeah. Um, so uh, we'll uh, see you guys soon. Yeah, I will upload this as soon as I can. Uh, good night, buddy. Bye. Be good.